0: Hey everybody, this is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, we review the classic Christmas episode of Arrested Development. Can't believe we've never talked about Arrested Development before. Uh, In God We Trust is the episode we're going to cover, although... Uh, we've got Christmas on the mind, so we have a lot of holiday matters to cover, including a game of Holiday Would You Rather. Oh, we got a lot to do, Mom. You better come in right now. Get in here.
1: I'm here. I'm here.
0: Okay. Hi, Mom. How you doing?
1: Hi. Uh, I'm much better now that I closed the blinds, to tell you the truth.
0: <laughs> Why is that?
1: Uh, well, the guys were here to shovel the snow off the roof because... Uh, We have the kind of roof that snow does not slip off of. And we had a big snowstorm last week, so they came to take the snow off. And I thought one of them had on a very festive Christmas sweater. Uh, But when I finally got a a chance to read it, it was actually a Tito's sweater. So uh,
0: Tito's vodka?
1: I, I think so, yeah. I couldn't see all the icons on it but I, it was quite. As, eh? Yeah, well it wasn't quite as festive as I thought. And then and then I was so relieved because they did finish uh taking the snow off the back half of the house so that it wouldn't interfere with us and then he went out in the backyard and and uh pulled his pants uh awry and peed right in our backyard. So it was quite festive indeed.
0: Hey, you know, you and I were just talking about on a recent episode how you hate it when the uh, tradespeople use your bathroom. So there you go, problem solved. <laughs> well, that was really thoughtful of him.
1: Except I had to watch him.
0: <laughs> you didn't have to.
1: Well, all right, fair enough. But he was right in back. You know, he right in front of my eyes. <laughs> yeah, so it.
0: it's hard to avoid. <laughs> Yeah, those oh, big plate glass windows you're looking out of, right, into the backyard? Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, that's what they make Snapple bottles for, so uh, uh, get yourself it, one of those. That's all they're good I for? Think so. Well, when you empty the contents, yeah.
0: Yeah, fill yeah. it back up again. All right. That's right. A circle of Snapple life.
1: That's right.
0: Well, yeah, things are looking up for you, Mom, and I guess you'd better look up. Are you ready for Christmas?
1: Oh, I am ready for Christmas. Uh. I, I you know at the at the end of the year I do want to thank my producer who has been a great help to me uh sometimes and he does a great job it doesn't get enough recognition for that but my producer John Tatey not Johnny Tatey uh
0: John John Tatey senior yeah senior
1: yes kudos to him And now I hate to gripe about Christmas presents I do hate to gripe about them but I have Are to you going to complain
0: about dad now after thanking him, no. or was that? Oh, okay. Oh, no, there was no, no ulterior no. motive behind that no, uh, show a, of gratitude. Just a
1: shout out, yeah. Because he, yeah, he's thanks always for there. getting
0: mom set up, dad. Much appreciated, really. Very
1: appreciated. Uh, we got a lovely gift today. Uh, we got this gift last year, um, and dad was pretty sure he knew who it came from. This year we got the same gift again, <laughs> uh, and we have no idea who it came from. Oh. now I've already I've already gone through this with something that Jenna, your sister, sent. And then I, it comes, and it has no note <laughs> in it as to who it's from, and I have to email everybody. And it's embarrassing. And... You know, like, did you send me something?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is embarrassing because right. you know, then the person says, "Oh no, I didn't. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't send you anything. Right. I didn't send you jack shit this year. Right. Thanks, lady, for pointing right. it out."
1: Exactly, it's embarrassing. So today we got uh, a box from Taste of Chicago, and
0: mm, yep, that's me,
1: Lou Malina- Malinara.
0: Lou Melnati's, Mal- yeah.
1: Melnati's. Now
0: I made a mistake in that package. Um, I have to uh, issue an apology. Oh, you my sent own. them? Yeah, taste of Chicago. Of course, I sent them. How many relatives oh, do you have God's in Chicago? Oh, for
1: Did you send them last year? Yeah. Well, we had no idea.
0: Well, who the hell is sending you food from Chicago? I'm the only Tati <laughs> who lives here. Daddy, Good thought, Lord.
1: Daddy thought it was somebody that he did business with. That's what he said last year. was somebody he did business this with. Tastes
0: of Chicago? You didn't put it together? Good Lord. It's well, like somebody he, sent me a package that is tastes of Wilmot. And I'm like, oh, who who, who sent me this? Wilmot, <laughs> New Hampshire? That uh, could be anyone.
1: What on earth? Well, the, it says um, you're pretty special to someone to see who sent this. Look in, on the label on the shipping label and then it just has you know gobbledygook <laughs> numbers it doesn't of say course. anything about who it's from so what? What, what is yes what is a person to think
0: well first of all come on tastes of chicago like this is your only gig is packaging up chicago food and sending it off as a gift for someone in a different part of the country i can't believe that my name wasn't on it to begin with, but um, yeah, that's from me. Now, I meant to get you two uh, Lou Malnati's pizza, but I realized when they sent me the shipping slip, I sent you four, which uh, that takes up no, a lot we of room in your freezer. only got freezing. two. Oh, you we did only, only got get two. two. Okay, so they send the, they send the receipts incorrectly, uh, too, as well. Well, make they sure just...
1: they didn't charge you for four. But let me tell oh, yeah. you
0: <laughs> I better check
1: that. You better yeah. check. These these pieces are sublime. They are great
0: pizzas. Uh, despite really are. the hassle. Yeah.
1: They are delicious. They are delicious. And I was very happy to see them on our doorstep, but you already sent us something, so that's why I didn't think this was from you.
0: Well, I sent you some sweets, but that's not great for Dad, so I wanted to send something that Dad could enjoy, and I, th- I think said... he enjoys these deep dish pizzas, right? Yeah, I sent him a little present, too, but that was okay. just a funny little gag.
1: All right. The well, Garland,
0: he... he got that?
1: No, he didn't open it yet, because I keep forgetting to ask you whether he should open that.
0: Yeah, open it up. It's Garland. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> garland Oh, what? wow, we
0: cleared that mystery up. Yeah, Taste of Chicago. Who could it be?
1: Well... But you, but you see, last year, Daddy brought the box up and said, oh, I guess this is from so-and-so, somebody. And so I just accepted <laughs> oh, it. Oh, I cause... didn't
0: even get credit for it. He must I think know. I'm a terrible son. Geez, Johnny didn't even think of me this year. No, I thought of you last year and this, Ted.
1: Well, you know, he's not really one to take offense at that sort of thing. No, so. of
0: course not. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm keeping score, however, so you know. Yay! I love, I love these pizzas. They are, uh, not a, not a, a bit of them goes to waste. Oh, they good. are really consumed wholly. And also, now the cat has discovered that he enjoys a little uh, tomato sauce. So we'll all be partaking.
0: Oh, <laughs> it of... really? Yes. Toast likes tomato sauce. He's oh, very well, weird. Plenty of those on those deep dish pizzas.
1: Yes, there is. And they are good. And thank you. Thank you so much. Well, so much for that rant. Uh, uh, however, however, that is an issue, I have to say, sometimes.
0: Well, now you see how the issue occurs, because I thought my name was, you know, I thought it was going to say from John Tatey right. on the thing.
1: It even um, tells you it's going to say, look over here. Here's who it's from.
0: Yeah, they go ahead and brag about it, but, um, oh, well.
1: Now, Uh, What um, else
0: is on your mind, Ma?
1: Well, I have to tell you, the um, subscriptions to Gum of the Month Club have been very slow. (laughs) Uh, What? Yes, yes. No way. I'm not kidding you. I thought we would have lots of people knocking on the door, calling the phone, trying to sign up for... uh, a pack of gum every month, and nope, it's just not going well. I don't know what it is with us in business. (laughs) I think a lot of people liked the idea, but nobody signed up, so I'm disappointed in that.
0: Well, make your own, like I said. Just head down to the local CVS or what have you right now and just run your hand along the gum stacks by the register, and whatever falls off, there's your gum of the month club. I it's I know it sounds elegant as I describe it, <laughs> but it's exquisite too. I don't want that to be lost in the mix.
1: Well, you know, I had this whole scheme planned out. You know, a bow around it, a little note, "Happy chewing," or you know, something. Uh,
0: <laughs> happy and... chewing. Yes, that's the slogan. <laughs> happy chewing.
1: Anyway, I did want to tell you that there is a, an honorary member of the club. Oh. Yeah, I can't tell you who it is, but there is somebody that is going to have a really nice surprise uh, right after Christmas, I think.
0: Oh, wow. I hope it's me. Is it me? It is. Oh, wow. Wow. I can't wait.
1: Yeah, you're going to be really surprised.
0: So, yeah, yeah, um, membership one. I got to start somewhere in the Gum of the Month Club. Um, I'll tell you that the Chex Mix Club is growing. I want to share an email that I got from uh, Sue Yin, a frequent correspondent of the show, and one of the people who emailed in asking for us to um, revisit the Chex Mix recipe. Happy holidays, Bonnie and John, writes Sue Yin. I made my first batch of Chex Mix, and it was delicious. I'll be making another batch to bring to my cousin's house on Christmas Eve. Signed Su Yin and uh, she sent a picture. And, and uh, yep. I said to Su Yin right. "Yeah, the way that the uh, Chex mix is staining the brown paper bag she has it on indicates to me that she did it well. That is a scrumptious yep. looking uh, Chex mix picture that she sent us. Send us pictures of your checks mix that you made with Mom's <laughs> recipe, which she shared one or two episodes ago. I forget what episode it was on, and, but and recently. It hers, <laughs> and,
1: Listen and, to all of them
0: and find it."
1: Hers is gonna be nice and crispy because she did it the exact correct way.
0: What and what
1: the brown paper bag. The brown is paper key. bag
0: is the key ingredient, okay. Yeah, can you use, can you use newspaper?
1: No, that's toxic.
0: Hmm.
1: And it don't use
0: suck... newspaper.
1: No, it will suck too much. That's of the what butter I was gonna out. say yeah.
0: for some inky checks mix. I don't think it's toxic, is it?
1: Well, would you have a nice glass of ink? No, it smells just like gasoline. <laughs> Why would you? No. No. And I think they even stopped serving fish and chips in newspaper. I was
0: just going to say, I have my fish and chips out of newspaper every morning. Oh, okay. They stopped that? <laughs> well, then I guess it's definitely bad for you.
1: I think they have. I'm not sure. I thought I read about that a while ago.
0: Because it's toxic ink. Ink poisoning. Yeah. Ink of well, the Month Club, coming up.
1: <laughs> no, no, wait, let's just get this one off the ground.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll focus on gum. Well,
1: you uh, came up with the idea.
0: I know, but I got a million of them, you know? I'm a serial entrepreneur, yeah. Oh. You want to hear another one? Yeah. Um, uh, index card of the Month Club, how about that? And <laughs> a cup of the Month Club.
1: No, no, those stink.
0: Um, no. How I, about mousepad of the month club?
1: No. One and done. You're All a one-hit right. wonder. But this boy one... gum
0: was so good. I thought the formula of looking at something on my desk and making a club out of it was a surefire winner. But no. Well,
1: again, I think we have to get this gum of the month club off the ground. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Pencil of the month club?
1: Oh, I like that one. I do like yeah. me a pencil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So um, <clears throat> at night, uh, when I'm putting the kids to bed, um, often I will either read them a story. I like to read them old Donald Duck and Uncle Scrooge comics at night, for instance, or I'll tell them a story that I make up with input from them. Um, sometimes I don't feel like a story, though. You know, you're at the end of a long day and phew, just go to bed already. Shut up. Right. Um, So uh, when I'm feeling tired, I say, let's just do some chit chat. And what chit chat has come to mean is that the kids and I will pose would you rathers uh, to each other and we see um, we see what happens. So to me, what we're doing now, Ma, is some holiday, uh, some Christmas chit chat. Uh, um, But it's Christmas. Would you rather? Mine are all pretty uh, pretty. I was goofy last week, but I'm playing them all pretty straight this uh, week because I really want to know what you think about these. Now you've got okay. some would you rather's for me, right? I only
1: um, have two. I only okay. have two. That I've got I could
0: three, so okay. we'll, we'll we'll see if we get to them all. Um, all right. But I'll uh, start off since I've got more. Then all right. Where well, do You want to go?
1: No, you should start. But can you tell me one that the kids? Uh, what is the nature of their?
0: Um. Well, I had to ban colors, uh, I know, because we would get into a lot of questions of, would you rather uh, have a unicorn that was blue, light blue, purple, rainbow colored, rainbow sparkle, like, um, but (laughs) one that, it's just like, would you rather eat an ice cream sundae or a pan of brownies? You know, in fact, I think a couple of mine are food uh, too, but it's just silly. Would you rather climb a mountain or take a ride in a submarine? Um, and uh, it's funny to see what they decide.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. All right, good.
0: So here's mine for you, Mom. Uh, you can only have one Christmas treat um, for the rest of your life, and it must be one of these three. Oh. So it's which one are you going to keep for life? It's a Ginger Snaps, Peppermint Bark, or Hot Cocoa.
1: Ginger snaps, f- ginger
0: peppermint snaps. bark, or hot cocoa are mom's choices. Think about it at home. I'm looking at it now and uh, trying to decide myself. Mom, what say I'm you?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick hot cocoa. Uh,
0: me too. Me too. Um, maybe I shouldn't have picked. You know, mint and ginger are both kind of they wear out your palate a little bit.
1: They do. I, I think hot cocoa is nice though because it, um, for me, it has a lot of. Uh, memories you know of drinking it with you kids and and uh you know it can be very mm. contemplative if it's snowing and you're having hot chocolate you know that seems such a tradition and uh i would just i think hot cocoa serves a a specific purpose where I the agree. others are I... a cookie is a cookie okay and <laughs> A yeah. uh, a pepper a peppermint bark is very delicious, but you know, you could have another kind of chocolate that, that would be
0: Oh no. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there are no other <laughs> treats oh, now no? for oh. you aside. I mean you can still have Chex mix, but hot cocoa is the only sweet you're getting at Christmas now for life. It's locked in.
1: Oh okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, I
0: picked cocoa too. All right, Ma, hit me.
1: Here's 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 a weird one. A little weird. <laughs> okay. Would you rather live in the Christmas Vacation House or a Christmas Story House?
0: Oh, wow. Hmm. Oh, well, the Christmas Vacation House eventually will get a pool. So I'm going to go with the Christmas Vacation House.
1: Hmm. I, I went with the other one.
0: Really? You went with I the did. Christmas Story House? I did. Uh, why is that?
1: I love the neighborhood. I love the feel of the, their neighborhood, and I, I love the house. You know, it has its little quirks with the heater, and God, yeah. um, it just looks very friendly and cozy to me. Uh, and it's the last place I ever saw uh, uh, the Coral Life Boy soap. So I, I just, I like that house. Life Boy. <laughs>
0: Does he prefer the taste of Life Boy, or is Life Boy <laughs> the worst?
1: It's the worst.
0: Yeah. And why is that? Is... You shuddered at it, too. It has, oh. like, poison in it, right? Oh, it's... Life...
1: Yeah, it's awful. But it came in a lot of good colors, I think. Yeah.
0: So, I remember that know. bright red bar of soap he has to put in his mouth in the movie. Yes.
1: It was actually orange, I think. But um, to my memory, you know, that's, that's back when you used to have colored toilet paper. You probably have never experienced that.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that came up recently. No, I don't think I've ever directly experienced that. I'm trying to remember where that was. A very like early eighties thing. I want to say late seventies, early eighties, or was it earlier than that?
1: Oh my I'm... God, it was earlier than that. It was from yeah. the fifties. You know, you could get it. Oh, pink, I
0: didn't know that.
1: Pink, green, blue, or yellow. Yeah.
0: Classy.
1: Very nice. Very okay. nice.
0: Uh, I'm going to travel back in time and give one of these toys to young Bonnie Tatey under the okay. Christmas tree. Now, these are sort of sampling from different eras. So, you know, just, okay. uh, I know you hate time travel, but just let's just uh, hand wave all of it around. All right. All right. Uh, which one would little Bonnie Tatey be most excited to have under the tree? Easy Bake Oven, Barbie Dream House, or Deluxe Erector Set? Hmm. Hmm.
1: That's an easy one. Yeah. Oh, uh, how old would I be? Mm, that's, that's very hard because at one age, I would want the Easy Bake Oven. Mm. And at the other, another age, I would want the Barbie. Let me think for one second. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Barbie.
0: Oh, really? I see because I put Easy Bake Oven down yeah. first. And I was like, how am I going to be able to top that? I thought maybe Barbie Dreamhouse would have a chance. Um, that's funny because,
1: yeah. because Anna and I were just talking about Barbie stuff, uh, because of Eve yeah. and, uh, I wanted a Barbie desperately. Um, and I wanted the blonde ponytail Barbie that everyone had. And because I had expressed what I I wanted, a Barbie doll, I ended up with a redheaded, bubble hairdo one because that's the one my brother liked and he's the one that got me the Barbie. Um, I believe he was painting the neighbor's fence and I had gotten my hands on a Barbie, a little tiny Barbie pamphlet and had memorized it so I I could tell him everything about it. And so he got the redheaded one, which I didn't really like. And then uh, my mother got some Knock-off furniture, which I also didn't like, and two knock-off outfits. So, essentially, I had a Barbie kit that...
0: Was barely Barbie.
1: Was, <laughs> was hardly what I wanted. Uh, yeah, so...
0: Well, it wouldn't be a podcast without a sad <laughs> childhood holiday story from you, Mom. But
1: <clears throat> I know. I already ran okay. that by Anna, so uh, I have that out of my system.
0: Hey, at well, least you got a Barbie out of the deal this that's time. Right. I thought it was going to be sadder than that, like it was going to be made out of Cheerios or something yeah. such. So, at least it was <laughs> an authentic Barbie. Yeah, you know, they um you sent that Barbie dream house to give to Eve this Christmas and it arrived in the hot pink Barbie box. Like thank God she didn't get home from school and and that was sitting there. Um but I squirreled that away. <laughs> That could have been a Christmas ruined right there. The most distinctive possible, you could see it from a block away and yeah. know what it is. But yeah. You
1: know, and do unfortunately, they
0: Fortunately, our timing was good.
1: Well, they know they're selling for Christmas. What are they thinking? Really?
0: I don't think they're thinking that much. They're just putting it on a truck and getting it out there. Well, I wish they Who would cares? put all my
1: stuff on a truck because my stuff's stuck in Wisconsin somewhere. Oh
0: yeah, I've had some stuff stuck the past couple di- uh, past couple weeks. Weeks, but, uh, yeah. Oh, Louis, is working on it. Louis yeah. DeJoy, he is rolling up his sleeves and sorting mail personally by hand this holiday season. Is the yeah. rumor I heard at least? Well, let me He's... tell you something.
1: Did I already tell you this? That on, on the, the local New Hampshire show a couple of weeks ago, they, they showed the uh, mail sorting thing going on in Nashua. And it's all done by robots. I think I did yeah. tell you that. Robots. So if, if a robot drops your present, it just sits there because there's no people.
0: Uh, yeah. They don't send a person through every once in a while to check if there's any boxes on the floor.
1: Well, I hope they do, but I think
0: you know. they send someone through once a week because I'll have something get stuck and it says "in transit," yeah. which is um, their word for not in transit, right? Not going anywhere. Um, and then suddenly it just, you know, it's like it wakes up and suddenly gets back in the postal system. But clearly it's in a corner somewhere. Right. Somebody dropped it or uh, what have you. But or uh, Good in. luck. Yeah. You know, they may have the robots, but have you ever seen Louis DeJoy? He's like the John Henry of mail sorting. No machine can keep up with that man. Oh, I'm so glad he's leading our postal service. Well, I guess uh, you're not
1: talking about John Henry that owns the—, the uh, Red Sox, which he has decimated into a big pile of broken potato chips. Wow. This has really taken a (laughs) turn. (laughs) Jeez, No, I was
0: talking about John Henry, the steel driving man. But sure, we can talk about the Red Sox owner you hate, too. What is this? Uh, Sports talk radio? Sports talk pop mom? Sports talk all the time on pop mom.
1: (laughs) Why do they have to talk like that?
0: Uh, that's sports. We have got your hottest takes.
1: <laughs> you missed oh, your it calling. Oh, it just makes you
0: feel like sports. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, whose turn is it? Yours. Mine.
1: It's my turn. All right. This is a. Uh, you're gonna have to think about this one. I think. Hmm. Okay. Would you rather have the Chipmunk song or Taylor Swift's "Last Christmas" on a constant loop for 24 hours? <laughs>
0: Mine is a song one, too, but it's not a torture. Uh, okay, the chipmunk song or Taylor Swift?
1: Singing last Christmas, you know. last Yeah, Christmas. yeah. Okay.
0: Hmm. Boy, you hear that a lot.
1: Yes, <clears throat> too much.
0: Um, but the chipmunk song would drive you insane, so I'm going to have to say Taylor Swift. All oh, right. the chipmunk song. And I love to hear it. Uh, I came on the radio the other day, I've got it on the Christmas Carols station, um, and, hell, I loved driving down the road hearing—what's um, their dad's name?
1: Dave. Um,
0: Dave. Hearing Dave yell at Alvin.
1: Yeah, you still—
0: Alvin!
1: <laughs> Have the kids heard that? Oh, I
0: think so, but they don't understand the novelty of it. You know, um, kids are dumb.
1: <laughs> I lived for that to come on the radio when I was a kid. <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, here's another song one, Ma. You ready? Uh, Which of these Bells carols would you keep? Again, like for the rest of your life. The other ones are going away forever. You'll never be able to hear them again. Which one are you going to keep? Silver Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bell Rock, or Carol of the Bells? You get to keep one and you get to fire one into the sun, let's say. So, what's your favorite and which one would you never want to hear again?
1: I guess I could live without Silver Bells.
0: Oh, wow. Hmm.
1: I love Carol of the Bells though.
0: Good choice. Good choice. I'd th- I'd keep Silver Bells. I love Silver Bells.
1: Well, I like Silver Bells too, but Christmas
0: time and you just said I hate Silver Bells and anyone who ever sang it. You can listen to the tape. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I like Silver Bells. Um, I think at this point I would get rid of Jingle Bell Rock.
1: Oh, I love Jingle Bell Rock.
0: Hmm. I've I've read it enough. I get it. Very clever.
1: Well, you know, I have the nostalgia (laughs) part, too, in there, and you don't have that part.
0: Yeah, they didn't have Jingle Bell Rock when I was a kid. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, All right. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, what songs did any of your bands ever do for Christmas?
0: Um, I guess my generation has Mariah Carey. Um, yep.
1: <laughs> wow, that list is overwhelming. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm not exactly the biggest pop music expert, as you know, but I I can't think of any generational. Uh, okay. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. That was before that's my time. That's not
1: yours. Yeah, that's yeah, mine. I know. That's mine. They're all mine. Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah,
0: they stopped coming up with Christmas songs because there's so many of them. But yeah, Mariah Carey did come up with that one. Good job by her. All
1: right. Uh,
0: all right. Should we talk about arrest Development?
1: Oh. Jason Bateman, please, please listen to this and bring back... Oh, you just forget, you. None of your business, you. Oh, you'll have to edit that out. I'm sorry.
0: No, I won't be doing that. People, well, it- people are just going to have to wonder what what just happened. I can see on the video screen in our recording session what just happened, but I'm just going to let everyone at home wonder <laughs> right in with your guess as to what the hell just happened on the Pop Mom show. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to—let me do the setup for Arrested Development, Mom. You can collect yourself, and we'll talk about Jason Bayman and all that. Uh, Arrested Development, uh, we are talking about the In God We Trust episode of Arrested Development. The show premiered in November 2003 on Fox and went on to air three seasons on that network with cancellation hanging over its head the entire time. One of the smartest and most densely packed TV comedies ever— The series follows the Bluth family, a colorful and morally flexible family that's fighting to hold on to a crooked real estate empire. Jason Bateman's performance as Michael Bluth, who's the voice of reason, speaking loosely there, but Jason Bateman's performance as Michael Bluth anchors a wide cast. Here's a clip. Barry's very good. He's an idiot. Exactly. We're not trying to get Dad out for a night. We're trying to get him out for good. We're going to get a new lawyer. I actually know of one who's available. His name's Wayne Jarvis. He's a top guy. Wayne Jarvis had become famous after an employment discrimination suit against the family's current attorney, Barry Zuckerkorn. It'll be a long time before Barry Zuckerkorn calls anyone a homo again.
1: You know, I am really happy that you two are in agreement, but we're not getting rid of Barry. He's like family, and you can't fire family.
0: Yeah, I know. Hey, maybe.
1: Maybe, where have you been? He left me at home. You do remember you have a daughter, right?
0: Uh, yes, Uh, of course we remember, and we were worried sick, young lady. She's fine. Our daughter is all right, everybody. Sorry. You said you didn't want her to come. I said I didn't want you to come. Oh, that makes more sense. All episodes of Arrested Development, including the dreadful fourth and fifth seasons, are available on Netflix. You can also watch episodes from the broadcast era, the first three seasons, the only era that really matters, on Hello. Mom, were you arrested by the brilliance of this episode, or have you developed a distaste for this show?
1: I, I fell in love hard all over again for this show. <laughs> I had forgotten, as you do, the sheer brilliance, I believe, is not overstating yes. it, of this show. That it didn't continue is a crime. It's a crime. This show is so funny and it has, it's like magic because some of this stuff uh, in in other sitcoms, you know, we've seen zany and and whatnot, but Mm. they play it so straight, so perfectly, so real uh, that it's just even funnier. It's so clever. Everybody's character is spot on. And I can't believe it it has four and five seasons.
0: There are seasons four and five because, uh, and I want to say 2019. maybe earlier oh, yeah. in the mid-20-teens they made a fourth season then toward the end of the 2010s I think was the fifth season but you know the problem with those seasons aside from just not being written as funny um, and not holding together nearly as well as the uh, broadcast seasons do is you're lucky to get a scene where the actors were actually in the same room like there's so many green screen um, the chemistry is just not there uh, so much in the. but the, the first three seasons, amazing and I think the first two in particular are just solid gold TV. And you're right, Mom. You know, the characters are over the top, and they're um, cynical and um, cutthroat sometimes. Yeah. Although not—I don't know. Cutthroat isn't the right word. But selfish, I guess, is more the the right word. I'm totally self-absorbed. And yet they do— they are real. You know, they're goofy and they're constantly funny, but there is something real about them. And the, um, I love the end of this episode. You know, we did it because it's a Christmas episode, but it's really barely a Christmas episode. The series is set in Orange County. The episode revolves around um, uh, George Bluth Sr., the patriarch, getting out of jail for a day so we can participate in this Christmas pageant. I just want to talk about the very last moment of the episode before that little fake next time on thing they do. It's Maybe and Lucille Bluth, um, the, the matriarch, um, and <laughs> they've sort of been abandoned uh, by happenstance by the rest of the family. And Lucille says, you know, I think you're a fine young woman. You and I should spend more time together. And Maybe says, yeah, that'll drive them crazy. <laughs> And Lucille says, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's, uh, I, you know, my recap of it is not doing it justice, but it's such a naturalistic performance, and it so accurately captures to me that sort of intra-family resentment that can come up in a family that as much as they hate each other, they do still love each other. Love as each cynical other. as yeah. this show is, they do still love each other uh, in the end. I um, guess
1: the thing for me... <laughs> Is I think with a lot of sitcoms, and I'm going to specifically say friends, is that Mm. in friends where they say things to one another that are very funny, in reality, they would be rather hurtful and not just rolled off your shoulders. The comedy in Arrested Development is smoother.
0: It, Mm. a lot of the. No? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Absolutely. I'm picturing it. Um, yeah. Friends is more zing-a-ding-doo. Um, but the cutting remarks on Arrested Development are genuinely cutting, and um, but delivered in a way that you would if you were passive-aggressive right. and sliding yes. the dagger in, right? Yes.
1: <laughs> you know, in this episode, for instance, uh, Lucille, the mother, is pitting... The children against each other. She's, you know, throwing out little, uh, little clues uh, to keep them stirred up. And um, he said,
0: she said type of things with uh, Michael and his twin sister. Yeah,
1: Uh, I forget what her phrase was or.
0: Oh, uh, stay stay in bed, <laughs> stay in bed mom. She calls, um, what is his sister's name? She calls the sister a stay in bed mom. Stay
1: in bed mom. Right, right, right. That was the funniest. Loved it. Loved it. And all I can think of is, did I write her name down? Portia?
0: No. Portia de Rossi? Yeah. yeah. Who her character's name is? Um, yeah,
1: I don't have that. Lindsay. Lindsay. There you go. So Lindsay and Michael?
0: Yeah. Portia de Rossi and Jason Bateman
1: (laughs) get drunk together and, Mm. you know, they they come together and form a sort of alliance. But they're drunk. And (laughs) I just I find that that could happen. That could so happen, you know, that they're at each other's throats. She needs money. He has money. Uh, What are they going to do with it? And I I don't know. I, I it's. This is a show that over the Christmas vacation, if you have some downtime, you should just sit down and, and, and treat yourself to this, to just watch it, all those three seasons. Really, what a present this was to discover it again. It's delightful. And let me so... tell you, who is hilarious? Liza Minnelli, whose uh, name is Lucille Luc- Two. <laughs> who suffers from vertigo and yet still tries to power through. Um, She cracks me up.
0: You know, there's a lot of um, stars who are past their prime, you know, enjoying their second, third, or fourth chapters in life, uh, who come on this show and and (laughs) laugh at themselves. Liza Minnelli, the um, vertigo-having socialite, is You know, which is a funny character in itself, but is also making fun of Liza Minnelli, right? And all her um, daffy exploits in the tabloid pages over the years. Henry Winkler, the Fonz. Oh, I
1: forgot all about him.
0: You know, the suavest guy in TV in the 70s and early 80s, right? Um, Plays this creep, incompetent (laughs) lawyer. um, (laughs) Perfectly. Right, Carl Weathers, uh, motion picture actor, uh, shows up from time to time, making fun of old, out of work actors. Um, there's, there's great casting, and there's a lot of stars who are willing uh, to um, be undignified in the pursuit of being hilarious.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't uh, require you to sit on the edge of the couch, but you'll be hit by the sharpness, the sharp knives of it that are so spot on I think.
0: It's true and the more you pay attention the more you get out of it. Like you don't have to be um, deep into it but there's a lot of details, a lot of funny little jokes that fly uh, over the screen. This is one of the most rewatchable shows ever just because... Um, if you haven't seen it before, I'm a little jealous of you. But you will not yeah. catch everything the first time, or even the second time. It's, uh, and I think that's why the show. You know, you say you wish it would last longer. There were, the third season is not quite as strong as the first two. And I'm not sure the show was built to sustain over um, a long period of time oh. because of how exhausting it must have been to make. I mean, the intricacies that are built into just the how this show works are a lot of work for writers and a production team to sustain. Um, so I... And I say this as someone who at the time was writing the letters and sending the petitions and whatever uh, to keep the show going because I loved it so, so much and still do. But with a little distance, I think that it lasted as long as it reasonably could have because it was just a candle burning that bright.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's
0: such a big ensemble cast, it's hard to keep all those people together. And Anyway, go
1: ahead. Because so so many of them did go on to do uh, some more great stuff.
0: I mean, Jason Bateman w- was not part of the pop culture before this show, right? I, yeah, bef- Like, long before, when he was younger, everybody knew who Jason Bateman was, and then he was gone, you know? He was right. one of those child stars who disappeared, and, you know, he'd pop up once in a while, but he really was not remembered, um, or not—he wasn't part of the zeitgeist, and then he was, and he's had a—, a you know he's in Ozark. He's done a bunch yeah. of movies. He had a pretty good career for himself. Yeah, even though it wasn't the highest rated show, it was extremely influential stylistically. S- single camera comedies proliferated in the wake of Arrested Development, and the cast—so many of them went on to big things. Although I feel like we haven't heard too much from Michael Sarah in a while.
1: Yeah, I can't would have think of to the last agree. thing I
0: saw him in.
1: But how about that Ron Howard? He really, he really did some stuff for himself. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, local boy made good. What's your grade for the "In God We Trust" episode of Arrested Development, Mom?
1: Well, I I would give it an A plus, but I would urge everyone to start at the beginning and get to to know and love these characters like we do.
0: A plus. We got to break out the clangs and moves. We've been doing that a lot lately. Um, and when you say start at the beginning, you know, Ma, sometimes I hear people say. Um, Well, you gotta start at the beginning so you know the characters. It doesn't get good until season three and a half, but you gotta go from the beginning, and I sure I've said on this podcast many times, like, I always totally ignore that and start wherever. Mom's saying start from the beginning, not so you know who everyone is or whatever, but because it's funny from episode one. You will not be tapping your foot, waiting for it to get going. It is going from the outset. I remember watching it even when I was in college, good Lord, when it uh, first came on. Um, But I just remember watching it and thinking like, that is the best first episode of a TV show I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah. And, and also,
1: you should up. have a banana by your side when you're <laughs>
0: Frozen banana? Yeah. <laughs> or a chocolate-dipped banana. A chocolate-dipped I mean, banana, I. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Get it right.
0: Okay, Mom, do you have a recommendation? This is going to be the last recommendation of 2022. Wow, make it a good one, Mom.
1: My recommendation is a movie that i found enchanting that kind of disappeared it's called prancer it's about a girl a young girl mostly about her and how she lives a a a life sort of in isolation i think she has a brother and a father but she has an adventure i'll just say that it's a very charming movie uh very Low key and and relaxing and very pretty. It's a very pretty children's movie. It's not not for children for adults, but especially. But an adult would enjoy it. In fact, I would enjoy it, and I'm going to look for it again. To it's spot. a family movie. right? It's a family movie. Yes. Yeah.
0: Prancer, <laughs> do we know where this can uh, be seen?
1: I hope it can be seen, because now I want to see it again.
0: Well, let me do another one of those Pop Mom instant research moments and find out where we can get Prancer. Uh, You can buy a DVD of Prancer. You can uh, rent or buy it on a number of streaming services. Uh, It's also available on HBO Max, it says here. Oh, good. Although, who who knows? They're pulling stuff off HBO Max left and right, so who knows how long it'll uh, be there. But according to this internet... Uh, It's available in all those places. So you should be able to find Prancer. Uh, Good recommendation, Mom. And a forgotten Christmas movie as uh, we approach Christmas. Uh, And that'll do it. That'll do it for 2022 and Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back right after the new year. Just a quick Christmas break. And uh, we're going to talk about... Oh, my coffee trails off here, Mom. What are we going to talk about? I forgot to...
1: Um. Well, let's start off the new year and talk about something interesting.
0: (laughs) For a change. Okay. Well, we'll turn over a new leaf in 2023 with something interesting. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends that we're back. We love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Send us pictures of your checks, Mix. Talk to us about anything because we love you. We mean it more than ever this holiday season. Mom and I will talk to you again next year. Bye for now, Mom.
1: Bye, Johnny. I love you. Thanks for the pizza.
0: (laughs) I love you. You're welcome.